Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On a Monday morning, welcome to our network stations across us, uh, across New South Wales. Joining us in Queensland, of course, as well. Public holiday in Queensland. Uh, every Monday between 8 and 9, we're joined by Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. Uh, and as I say, public holiday in Queensland. Uh, it's the Walkley Awards, isn't it, with radio? Is that the? Is it the Walkley? Is it, yeah, what, uh, what yeah, is the yeah. radios? No, no the Acra. Acra, Acra. Uh, this hour, I'm saying yeah. in advance, I'm making a prediction, the next hour is going to be award-winning because some of the topics we have, like <laughs> masks for people with big heads and beards and all sorts of things, the birthday game, Cameron's referee of the week, there's so much oh. to get through. Cameron Smith, on a public holiday, you've still come in. Gee, that's commitment. Well done. Mate. Oh, Appreciate committed, it. committed, committed, fellas. How are we going? Good. We're good, mate. What, what is what the is public holiday celebrating? Queen's birthday? What is it? It's, no, it's, uh, it's Labor Day today. Of course it is. It's our, it's our Labor Day. It, so we've had three consecutive Mondays. Yes. Public holidays. So three long weekends. It's been... Easter. Yeah. Anzac Day. Yeah. And now That's Labor right. Day. Do we get yeah. a Labor... Do we have a Labor Day in New South Wales? Is it... Is it the... Is it the public holiday after the grand final? Is that your Labor Day? Have they moved it around? No. Uh, we're getting a lot of heads nodding. Yes. Mm. Yes. I didn't know that, but okay. Mm. There we go. Yeah. So we celebrate. And I think... And I think that's... And I think that's... Queen, Queensland have moved their... Queen's birthday to that day. It's all happening. Why not? I don't Why know. Not? They, just make, they just make it up now, Brady. They just make it up, mate. Based on Queens public holidays in Australia, the Queen's 428 years old. Yeah, I know. I mean, she has that many birthdays. Uh, Maddie, uh, Maddie Johns. Maddie, just on public holidays, <laughs> yes. I, I think they've declared one in Newcastle today. Ooh. I don't know what they're celebrating, but... <laughs> no, 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 you, you got it the wrong way. It's a day of mourning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, four, tri- four tries in six games, um, you know, that, that's just part of the problem. But, my God, like, we've, we've, had, we've had listeners text in and say, oh, you're too hard on Newcastle. They're missing some of their key players. But those key players have been there over the period of the six weeks where they have lost. Yeah. Jaden yeah. Braille is the only one who hasn't been since, since round one, the hooker. That, that's the only one who hasn't been on deck right from the start. By the way, Matty Johns, before you speak... Let's yes. do the official introduction. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. This Mother's Day spoil mum with a fragrance from Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Maddie, good morning. And Newcastle, morning. my goodness. Yes, yes. There is a just a complete lack of um, resilience. Um, what you see with Newcastle, I saw it last week. You know, I, I thought those days were kind of gone. I thought we'd taken that next step. But last week against Parramatta, when, as soon as something went wrong, uh, everything collapsed. And yesterday was even worse, you know, out on the fourth kickoff. And, and that's the thing. Although they might have a few out, just yesterday, some of the most basic fundamental skills 
you know, so so many just unforced errors. You know, you know, if it was a pass that was or, or ball on the ground, they come up with it most of the time. Just it was, uh, yeah, it was a boy, yeah. it was a bad one. Maddie, Maddie, we were saying that you can't. I don't think you can pick Adam Clune or Jake Clifford in the halves, but what do you do? Anthony Milford's there, but he's not available to round eleven. Um, you know, if you were gonna, if you're going to say, and Clifford was replaced yesterday. Um, yes, but he, he went back on. Well, he was hooked, but then had to go back on because a, a player went off for a HIR, I think. But yeah, what do you, Crossland, what, yes. What, what do you do yep. with your halves? Oh, Brandy, and, and the thing about it is, um, I, I was told just uh, last night that you know, the New South Wales Cup got a lot of injuries yesterday. So Newcastle are honestly down to the bare bones. There's so many injuries, Brandy. Uh, what do you do with the halves, mate? I, I I don't know because we just haven't got um, the depth in those crowded positions. I, I don't know what Adam does next week with that. I mean, the easiest thing is to say, well, you know, they need to change. But Brandy, I don't know who they change with. Mm. Yeah. yeah, if there's well, no one better could, to bring up, who? Yeah, well, the only combo I can think of would be if I say Phoenix Crossland gets a chance, and I'm not saying. Um, you know, he, it's a lot of pressure on him, but Kurt Mann switches to 5'8 if he's fit next week and plays, you know, stopgap there. Um, Jake Clifford, yesterday, Matty, um, yeah. what, what do you say to a young player? Because, see, now he's been hooked in the game mm. and then gets the unexpected opportunity to go back on when Phoenix Crossland came off for the HIA. And I said, to, well, I really hope this bloke goes back out there, gets his hand on the ball, has a good run. He touched it once. So he yeah. went back with that second chance... And then didn't get involved. That that was really disappointing too. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a hard one. And and Brandy Smith, you know about this. There's certain guys mm. that you have in the side. Like I, I look at Jake. I, I I've only met Jake once or twice, but he appears to me to be a really nice, sensitive young bloke. And so sometimes you know I I, I learned a lot from watching watching Cliff Lines because Brandy, you're back this Napa could go out there and make five or six errors in a row. And just shake it off and not care about it. Mm. And next minute, you know, lay on the most beautiful pass for a try you've ever seen. Mm. Where Jake's really, he's a bit like Luke Brooks and some of those other guys. There, yeah. you can see there's a sensitivity there, which makes yesterday so much more difficult for him, and yep. and so much more difficult for next week. Which is the Cowboys in town? So Cameron Smith on the captaincy. Mm. Kalen Ponga, David Riccio's had he say today said Kalen is showing signs he's not captaincy material. Um, what should a captain do? Like second week, absolute shellacking in goal, something to say in the press conference. Caitlin had nothing really to offer. Do you think yeah. he's handling it? Oh, well, he's, he's relatively new to that position, isn't he? And he's still only a, a quite a young man, but he's been in the game now for some time. Um, and, and he's going to be constantly learning. Like There's some guys that just, it doesn't come naturally to them. Um, so it, it's a big role. It's it's obviously, it's it's a, there's been a lot of talk particularly around him in the first, you know, sort of four weeks of the competition, but around his future and whether he was going, whether he was staying, there's been a bit happening. But, you know, I'd like to think that they've made the right decision by making him captain. He's just now got to worry about playing football um, and and not let, not let the leadership aspect of it weigh him down because the most important thing for a leader or a captain is to go out and play well on the weekend. That that really is what it's all about. It's you don't need to worry about all the other stuff going on, um, as far as you know, you know, meetings and media and and all this sort of stuff about you know people talk about what captains have to do. At the end of the day, his main job is to go and play well on the weekend. Now he played all right 
what was it last week or the week before against the Dragons? He, he probably had his strongest yeah, game. Played of the season, outstanding. But, he, he nearly yeah. got him a win. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but outside of that, he's just yeah, he's just being quiet and 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 lacking that that um, that input that you need from a, a guy of of his quality um, in in matches. So to their defence, fellas, like they've in the last six weeks they've played um, nearly every team sitting in the top eight, if not in the top five of the competition apart from the Dragons. So it's been a pretty tough road, but at the mm. same time, they just, in a lot of those matches, they just haven't looked competitive at all, have they? No, they've got, a lo- the football. no. they've got a lot of individuals that aren't, aren't even playing close to their potential. Yeah, that, that, no. That's, you know, well, you get that across the board and then you get performances like that and then you come up against a team like Melbourne who will just pull you apart if, if that's yep. the case. Oh, anyway. They, they terrorise the right. Simi... Uh, Sasangi out in the centres there yesterday. Paul Blake, you know, he's what fourth game of first grade and finds himself yeah. in the centres up against Justin Ollum, who just did yeah. terrorised him. It was mm. well, particularly just a particularly that apart. side, Vossi, like the yeah. left hand side of the Storm. Yeah. That they are like you talk about the Melbourne Storm as a team being ruthless. Like that left edge though, with Munster, Kenny Bromwich, Olam, mm. um, they they if they if they if they can um, sniff out a weakness, they'll just go there all day and they just hey. pull them apart. Now, Festivus, uh, airing of grievances on a Monday morning and now gets incorporated into this hour of the program. This gives you, Cameron, there may be something at home where you bit your lip, but you can publicly air that grievance on air. Well, come on. It's an out. And then to explain yourself later on, you can say, well, it's just a segment. It's just a radio segment. So, Cameron, on a public holiday, would you like Mm. to air a grievance? It can be rugby league related, but it can be in your life as well. It's got nothing to do with rugby league, Vossi. Um, and so, was it last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago? I, I, I've uh, gone, I've filled up my trailer, right? Because I've, I've got the little acre and a half or whatever little block up here on the Gold Coast, and I've got some, you know, offcuts from the garden, all the trees, and some lawn clippings and some whatnot, some rubbish from around the house. So anyway, I've I've gone and um, built this trailer. Okay, it's a, it's a ten by seven trailer. And um, you, you built know what that it? is, Vossi? Ten, did, ten did you foot build by it? seven foot. <laughs> I got I got a trailer company to build it. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't right. build oh. it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, gee, you're I handy. Had bit, I had a bit mm. of input in the design. Anyway, so I've filled it up. I've driven down to my local dump. I won't name the uh, the local uh, tip. But I drove up. Someone's it wasn't someone's front yard. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't someone's front yard, though. No. Anyway, so I pull up, and and the blokes, the blokes, um, he's 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 told me to go um, elsewhere because my trailer's too big. I said, mate, what do you mean? This is a tip. And he goes, no, we can't take trailers this size. What? And I, and I said, well, what about that bloke over there? He had like a smaller trailer, a, a more standard size trailer mine's a little bit bigger than and than the average trailer and he said and he said yeah he said no that's fine you can you can bring that trailer up here and and dump it i said mate so if i if i had a trailer that size and i filled it up 10 times could i come here in in the same day he said yep no dramas Wow! Wow! Well, so you so that chose to live in really. Queensland, Cameron. You so chose that, to live in Queensland. Yeah, well, I, 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 mean, was, you know, I was yeah. going to say so, that so that bloke, Melbourne. that bloke that we sent up from New South Wales to yeah. look after that tip, he's, he's, he's <laughs> done so, his job well. So that, well was it, was it Matt Checken? Was it Matt Checken? None of that tip. Was that him? No. Matt Checken? Oh no, it wasn't him. 
So uh, that's my well, grievance. Okay. Couldn't yeah, okay. couldn't take one trailer seven. load of mine, but um, if Happy it was to take a slightly others. smaller, you can you can take you can bring it up as many times as you want. Well, that's good. You've grabbed the pole now. Let go of the pole. Hand over the pole to Maddie. Grab the pole. Air your grievance, Maddie. Yeah, I, I'm really I'm really anxious and keen to get this off my liver. Look, <laughs> the other day on on uh, on Friday, I got uh, bus into the city, and you know the old opal car bang. I do it usually every couple of weeks. So I just find it. I just find it relaxing sitting on the bus. It's, I don't know. Anyway, so I've got there and uh, I'm sitting on the bus and across from me there was this elderly woman. Anyway, these three young blokes get on there and like just, I sound like Grandpa Simpson here, but anyway, <laughs> so they, they, they got on and they were skylarking, carrying on. And I just said, hey, boys, just, you know, a little bit of respect because I almost climbed all over the top of it. Anyway, I said, just a little bit of respect. Anyway, the bastards turned on me, right? <laughs> no, and it was... And it was really quite threatening. And I turned to the elderly woman. I said, "Darling, you're by yourself. You're on your own there." It was so. My grievance is young people these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Maddie, on that vein, for one of our listeners here, the rooster man, he's got a grievance. He says, "Boys, when the train is on the platform." And I have three teenagers on their phones wandering slowly down the stairs yep. whilst I see the train doors imminently closing what to do. Is it elbow, spear tackle or crusher? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, look, for, for, you know, as far as uh, staying out of jail, I'd say none of those things. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, I've got you. Mate, I was, I was at Warringah Mall. One day, oh, mate, I've given up. I, like, I, I, put it, I was at a mall, right? I'm not going to say which <laughs> no, mall right. I was at. But Don't anyway. name the mall if you can, Brett. Don't name and, the mall. So I'm walking along, and, mate, same thing. There was these yeah. young people <laughs> coming from yes. the other way. And honestly, if I didn't get out of the way, they just would have walked out of the top of me. Yeah. It, um, <laughs> it is really quite irritating. Heads up. And yeah. dangerous. <laughs> and dangerous for everyone. Yep. Yep. Well... Air okay. your grievances. Good start. Very solid. Now we've Probably got to get back to the biggest issue, Brandy, from Friday night. Uh, okay. The send-off? That's it. Right. Let's That's talk send-off, boys. Carl Lawton. Yeah, Thoughts? I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was a send-off. I thought it was. Like, it, it, it certainly wasn't deliberate. It wasn't malice. He just got the mm. technique wrong. And, uh, look, there's no... There's not an out to mug and Carl Lawton. I've been him a couple of times. Really mm. nice young bloke. It was, as I said, it wasn't deliberate, but I, I believe it was a send off. <clears throat> yeah, Cameron? I, fellas, I, I, yeah, I made comment um, post match because um, we covered that game. Um, I, I, I said that it, I, a ten minute in the bin would have been sufficient. I think um, just on just on the fact that I just I didn't feel that there was any intent in in it. it the, hot, the the tackle went horribly wrong. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, and was he put in a, a, a very a quite a dangerous position? Of course he was. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just it's and it's a fine line, isn't it? Like I, I'm not arguing with anyone that that is happy for it to be a send off. I just I just felt that um, ten minutes in the bin would have been sufficient. And either way, he was going to you know face some time and, and copy his punishment post match um, for for the tackle that he that he uh, that he put on. See, I, I throw into it, uh, and I'm actually fine with the send-off, but I, but I know that it now demands automatic clarity, and it's quite amazing that within 24 hours we now... It's the two-man dangerous tackle, that mm. no one gets sin-binned in That's the two-man right. tackle, yet the consequence is the same for the ball carrier. Jack Whiten mm. is facing a grade-two charge, and yet didn't even get sin-binned. 
I think we're, mm. I think we're entitled to ask Graham Annesley on the and the referees today. Where do you stand on that? The bunker official, do they see a two-man dangerous tackle and always just say, no, put on report, don't sin bin someone? But you can't have a player sent off because it's one-on-one, I don't believe. That's right. And have no then penalty action for the Jack Whiten one, which was, you know, was a bad tackle. Tackle gone wrong. Well, in those two-man tackles, Vossi, they're like... Because there's no doubt the bunker gets involved in <clears throat> in all of those those tackles. Like they they would have, they would have given their opinion to the referee on the Carl Lawton um, tackle, right? Yep. Uh, like when when um, Cam Murray's down on the ground and and the, tra- the players stop. There's no doubt that he's they're giving their opinion to the referee um, when they're watching the replays. But in those two man tackles, they're probably sitting there thinking, well, who? Who contributed more? We don't know, so we're not going to send. We're not going to put anyone in the bin or send any, anyone off. We're not going to have any bearing on on who goes off the field, which is I agree with you. I think it's wrong. Like if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna bin or send off uh, a one on one tackle, um, we certainly need to look at a two or a multiple man tackle where there's someone put in a, a similar position. Yeah, well, absolutely the agree. Group, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what maybe, about maybe the op- maybe the opposition can nominate the person they want? So it's like you know, you got, <laughs> we'll you take Tom Trevojevic <laughs> in the tackle and say, "Oh, any, many, Now, my 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 uh, my pole grabbing moment out of the weekend was <laughs> my festivus moment was yes. Matt Lodge staying down. Mm. Now, I, I I don't even know if there was actual contact on the head. I, I, I'm mm. still. I, I still don't think he was even touched. The, 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 the arm came in, came up around that area, but I, I, <clears throat> I, I, I just couldn't. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right. And I know we see blokes stay down, but th- this one was, yeah. this one had an impact on the game and the result of the game. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's happening more and more, isn't it? Like over the over the last few years, we've seen it creep in, and I think it's a it it is a direct result of the. The rules now of any contact in around the head or neck, like it, we see that <clears throat> compared to, and I know the game has changed a lot, boys, but compared to say you know only ten years ago, you, you needed to cop a fair whack around around the chops to, for a penalty to be blown. Whereas yeah. now, like yeah. whereas now, Brandy, you, you see you see arms, you know, just brush the first con- first yeah. contact in and around like. Um, you know, the shoulder or even on the ball and it slips up across the head. Mm. There's penalties given for that. But and didn't so we play, change players, that? Yeah. Players are, players are well, very aware of that rule. Yeah. So any slight contact with your head, face, neck area, they'll stay down and as soon as, as, soon as it's looked at, they'll, they'll, their opinion will be a penalty. But, but did, it's not great. Yeah, it's did, not great for our game. Didn't we change it? And didn't we have a spate of it happening? And that, so they changed it and they mm. said, you will only be given a penalty. And this was to stop the laying down if, yes. in fact, it is bad, if put on report. Chargeable. If it's chargeable. chargeable. It's a chargeable but so so some, of the, some of the things that the referees, when that referee, when Matt Lodge laid down and I thought, well, he, if he has touched his head, he's brushed it, like barely mm. brushed it. Yeah. But when that uh, when that referee put his arms up and said, "You're on report," to the poor bloke, that, that, and it was the big red, big red made the tackle, Horsburgh, and yeah. then drops it from the kickoff, and then <laughs> like gets he had a couple of bad... Johnson for the field goal. <laughs> he had a couple of bad moments, but Maddie, Maddie, don't you know that shouldn't have been put on report? That that, that was garbage. No. 
not report. I, exactly. I, I said last, I, I, look, by the by the rules, or as you said, Brandy, it was touch and go whether he he got him on the chin. Mm. Um, but you know, would that have been a penalty in the first minute of the game? Look, I, I think they would have. Yeah. Certainly didn't deserve to be on a report. And I know it's difficult when the game's on the line. But uh, if it was a penalty in the first minute, it's a penalty in the 80th minute. But you're right about the lane, the lying down. Um, there was a time when there were sort of players earmarked in the game at a different era where, mate, he's one of those guys that lays down where these days it doesn't seem to be... Uh, you know, yeah, it's everyone. Well, it's not everyone. as maligned. No, it's and, not as maligned. And, 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 and it must be being coached. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, mm. uh, He knew the score. He knew they were two down. We will take a break. Matty Johns, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Cameron Smith here as well. We'll play the birthday game after 8.30 as well. Well, the boys will put them... Through the ringer in that. And uh, your calls as well on the McDonald Jones Open Line. Uh, yeah, a breakfast on a Monday morning with a goat, the moat. So Brandy the boat, Voss the vote. Uh, and it's all here. It's all happening. Uh, we're here for Brighton's lawyers, of course. Lawyers protecting your future. Uh, for legal advice, keep this number handy. 1-800-848-848. Matty Johns comes on board. He's got a chemist warehouse T-shirt on. And this Mother's Day... <laughs> Spoil mum with a fragrance from Chemist yes. Warehouse, the real looking house good too. of fragrances. Yeah, looking uh, are you thinking good. perfume it's for Trish, Mother's Day? <laughs> Maddie, are you thinking that? Oh, yeah, mesh t-shirt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right said Fred. Right said Fred, Maddie John stuff. Very good. Um, yeah, Mother's Day, very special day. Uh, we have got plenty coming up, but your calls, your texts, very important. Uh, the referees couldn't control Cameron Smith, but a bloke running the local tip can put him in his place. That's a pretty good text. And Cam should should have put the bloke in the bin for 10 minutes that didn't allow him to empty his trailer. Thank you for that one from Dave. More coming up after the news. Ah, uh, yes, the birthday game. Do there's some beauties today, some big names, uh, world personalities celebrating their birthdays today. The boys will have a crack. Uh, but your calls are most important. Matty John's here for Chemist Warehouse. Cameron Smith on a public holiday in the studio on the Gold Coast. I mean, that's just, outstanding. That's just, yeah. Oh, he's a leadership. Yeah. Well, that, that's why. <laughs> that's why he was the leader that he was for the yeah, Melbourne Storm. Right. Like that's right. It's carried through to his post uh, post career. His yeah, post Labor Day. Rugby he said League Labor career. Day. Labor Day. Yeah, Labor I'm Day. In. Uh, I'm now, in on SEN. Now, on the, the, the topics of uh, that we've been chatting, and look, we, we touched on the Roosters-Dogs game. Uh, I thought that one, one of my best moments of the weekend was the the moment when Sawali went across the try line. Was it going to mm. square them up with a kick to come? In the end, it was it was great drama out there. Vossi and I called the game. But, mm. uh, boys, what do you think's going wrong with the Roosters? Because... They really haven't fired a shot. Their draw has been no. pretty soft, and they've been rolled by teams that you wouldn't have expected. Yeah, they've they've been quite clunky, haven't they? And in some matches, you they're the roosters that we believe they can be, and and others, it's just like well, they're just unrecognisable at times. Um, I spoke with I've spoken with with Trent Robinson a couple of times this year, and he's mentioned that they had a, a fairly disrupted uh, preseason. Brandy, mm. with through multiple reasons, uh, injuries, um, COVID-related issues. Um, a few of the players' um, partners' wives um, gave birth to children, so they spent some extended period away from from training. And obviously, uh, Luke Keary coming back from a knee injury didn't spend a whole lot of time with the group. So y- you could probably say that that's contributed to you know their performances, their up and down nature of of their season so far, but. I just think that 
it's it's a very different side now to what it was back through those really strong periods of 2018-19 where you know we've all become accustomed to the roosters you know being in that sort of you know top 3 top 4 teams every year they're they're a very different side they've got a they've got a mix of young players just starting out their careers um, a lot of those guys that were sort of the elite, part of the elite group of players of the competition back through 18 and 19, they're now at the back end of their careers. So yeah. they're at a very different stage and a very different mixture of players at their club now, which, which means that they're, 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 sort of, they're still trying to find their feet in this competition. So the one thing I do know about the Roosters, though, is that they don't, they don't try and you know, jump out of the gates a million miles an hour as far as starting the season. They like to build across the entire year and try and reach their peak at the end, but the only the, the thing that's alarming for me looking at the Roosters' season, they're yet to play Penrith. Mm. They they got to play Penrith twice. They're yet to play the Storm. They got to play them twice, mm. and they've got a host of other uh, other teams that they're playing that are in the sort of top yeah. eight, uh, like Para. They got to play Para twice. They got to play the Sharks, the Rabbits. So they've out of these teams that's sitting in around sort of six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. They're going to be fighting for that top eight position. I believe they've got the hardest draw to finish the year. Yeah, Cameron, I'll, I'll highlight that. So they're four and four through their first eight. In their next eight games, you're right, they play Penrith twice. They play Parramatta twice. They play the Sharks and the Storm. That's six of their next eight games. Wow. So they're yes. four and four on the record yeah, they've right. had. Mm. They run into those <laughs> sides there. And some of that's through origin period as well, which is, which yeah. is the wild card with players and player drain. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, Matty, lots of texts here. Marcel says, is it time for the Roosters to call up some of the players that courageously carried them through last year's horror injury crisis? It's a, is it a questionable decision to sign a coach for five years? So it's a double barrel. Do they, like, like if they were to wield the axe, uh, that would seem un, unrooster-like. And I don't know whether yes. there's the, mm. the calibre of player to do that. But answer Marcel's query. Well, Marcel, in 2018, the Roosters for the first half of the season really struggled. Cooper went into the side. He and Tedesco were trying to work each other out. Tedesco was really, I think, for the first time, you know, how do I play that more scientific game that Cooper likes to play? Mm. But bit by bit, they got it right. Um, Watching them at the moment, because there were certain guys over the last 12 months because of the injuries that had to step up as creative players. And I just reckon at the moment, there's just too much... You know, there's there's too much passing. Like it's too much well sideways movement of the football. They're sort of watching the ends that day. They're sort of just skimming across the defence. I actually think, in a lot of ways, they need to do less. And I, I think it'll straighten them right up. They seem to be throwing three or four punches in, you know, in a, in a set of six. Where, mate, I, th- I think they just need a bit more upfield thrust. Mm. Matty, I, I I noticed that, and on on. Uh, against the dogs out there at Homebush, uh, made comment through the game that whenever they went left and James Tedesco was out the back, in the end he'd like he'd be run into a, a dead end and he'd have to yes. stop, prop, and come back in field. They'd, there was yeah. nothing happening on the inside, and I like Victor's Victor straightened himself up in the second half, but Victor's uh, play ball playing, you know, he's a he's a very clever ball playing lock and can go to the line. That seems to have disappeared a bit. Like they're not doing that as much. Maybe Victor needs to get his hands on the ball a little more and yeah. s- just straighten them up before it goes out wide. Yeah, I, I agree, Brandy. There's a lot of that. 
Like, I'm not a massive fan of the block formation, you know, that sweep options out the back. I mean, there, there, there is a time for it if you can really strip a defence short. But I, I, like you just said before, with players like Caelan Ponger and James Tedesco on sweep plays, in my opinion, just sends them down a cul-de-sac a lot of ways. You know, they're far more dangerous, you know, catching the ball straight on and where they can use their footwork more. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm with you, Brandy. They just they just they're lacking that punch through the middle. Okay. Well, they, they just can't win that yardage game. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the McDonald Jones open line and uh, Dane's on the line from Yowie Bay. G'day, Dane. Good morning, fellas. How are we this morning? Good? We're all good, mate. Strong. Good, good to hear. Good to hear. Look, um, just with regards to the tackle on Friday night, and I'm trying not to wear my red and green um, coloured glasses here whilst I make this comment. So, we had Latrell Mitchell last year, who was rubbed out of the grand final, etc., for putting a shoulder charge or shoulder to the head of Joey Manu. And he gets, what, six weeks? Now, we had, and that, you know, rightly so. Arguably, rightly so. Then we had on Friday night, Cameron Murray, who could have suffered permanent injury if he was dropped on his head, right? And you want to rub that tackle out of the game. If this bloke doesn't get as much, or if not more than what Latrell gets, well, the NRL's kidding itself. Well, he's not. He's not getting it, Dave. He's not. He's he's going to get maximum. He's taken. If he it. takes the early plea, he gets four. Hasn't he? Gets has four. he taken it already? Yeah, he he's has, taken, yeah. it. taken it. Mm. Taken it already. So he's getting four. And he's got four. So you're telling me where you put a compound fracture on someone's face compared to putting someone in a wheelchair, and he's got less weeks? Is it because of the name? Is it because it's not the troll Mitchell? I don't know. I'm not trying to be biased here. I'm just trying to be just. And I don't think they've got it right if they're trying to get rid of that tackle. Dane, no, you've they, had your say well, on well, the McDonald they, Jones they, open line, Cameron. They take into account the injury, and, and that's they that's fact. They've 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 come out and said that the NRL. Once they've um, pressed the charge, the they past, take into account the injury. Yeah, mm, that's, that's right. Yeah, that, that's charge. all. That's all. That's all taken into account when they're reaching a, a, a charge. Um, so thankfully, thankfully, um, there was no injury sustained to, to Cam Murray. Um, but that that sort of explains where they come to the conclusion of uh, well, it was a grade three, wasn't it? Grade three dangerous throw, yeah, grade which three. is five weeks. Five weeks if you fight it, take the early guilty plea. It's four. Mm. Uh, uh, Matty in the go. You. Yeah, Matt, would you <laughs> would you leave Dylan Brown at five eight and put Maddo or even Bryce Cartwright or even Jake Arthur in the centres? Only one change uh, instead of the two. Mm. Yeah, oh, look, I think Brown. I, I like Brown in the six. I, I, I like Brown mm. in the six. He, he was, he was in a, in a real rhythm with the with his with his form. You know, he's arguably the best six in the competition. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I I didn't see the sense of moving Dylan out and into the centres, particularly when you when you got Madison, who's a big, strong body, can hold up an edge, particularly in defence. Um, so I like I like Brown in the six. I, I wouldn't have shifted him. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Cool. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd leave Dylan Brown at five eight. And um, what's wrong with Tom Opacek? Does uh, he fit? No, no, he's not. He was. He, he's not. He, he pulled out of last week's. That, that's why there was a late change last week against Newcastle. Opacek was the player to drop out. Niakore had hurt himself the week before, so he couldn't replace him. Dunster, yep. Sevo, uh, Russell, Wanga, Blake, all injured. So they they are down to the bare bones of outside backs. But um, yeah, Opacek pulled out. And then wasn't fit for yesterday's game either, Cam. So yeah, okay. They're, well, my, they're down my numbers. Approach, yeah, my approach there would be 
would be to leave Dylan Brown at five eight, given given how good he was playing and 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 helping the team operate as good as it was, because by moving him and then bringing another player into the sixth position, that that's what essentially what you're doing is you're making two changes for one. Yes, which really yeah. doesn't make sense. You just for me, no. I'd just be making a straight swap in that centre yep. position. Um, yeah, and until they're able to get that, get their regular centre back. Great to have the expert opinion of Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns. Maddie Johns here for Chemist Warehouse on a Monday morning. They've got the Mother's Day uh, specials with a perfume, home of fragrance at Chemist Warehouse, and more of your texts and calls on the birthday game and Cameron's referee of the week coming up in just a moment. That's big. It's huge. Uh, Thirteen to nine for Underworks. Pull up your socks. We'll take some nominations from the boys in the moment. Just want to throw a few birthdays at you, fellas. Fire in your answers on this. We'll have a champion of champions out of this, and mm. Randy knows all about that, having been on Sale of the Century all those years ago. <laughs> Whipped uh, Jason Dunstall's ass. Uh, it was a hell of a performance. <laughs> Chris Anderson is a man well known to you blokes in footy. Do you know how old Chris Anderson is today? Cameron, take a stab Ooh, at Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson. Birthday. Yes. Uh, Chris Anderson. Um, I'm going to say he is 67. 67. Maddie Johns, you know Chris well? Yes, I'll say I'll uh, I'll say sixty eight. Mm. I'll Randy. go I'll go one more sixty nine. Seventy. You're oh, 70. bugger! You're all, oh, right. no you're all out. You're all out. Royce Simmons celebrating his birthday today. How old is Royce? Oh, well, I know, so I'll stay out yeah, of this okay. one. You're yeah, saying that's okay. not fair. Uh, Cameron, I'll, Royce. Yeah, go uh, sixty four. I'll say, boys. I'm going to say Cameron? I'm going to say he's fifty nine. No, he's 62. You're both wrong again. Oh. Is it Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, his birthday oh. today. How old's Dwayne today? The Rock. Oh, he's got that plastic head. Randy, yes. um, hard to tell ages. <laughs> plastic head. Well, 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 when pe- don't, don't you think people that have, like, you know, inject that yeah. stuff in their face, like, it's, it's impossible. It, the Allegedly. Rock, the Rock can be. The, the rock, what, is it like? what is it like, those needles, when they go in? Uh, the Rock could be anywhere between 30 and 70. And I, 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 don't you hate it? Like I get there because you always you always feel younger than what you really are, and yeah. you run into someone, and they'll tell you they're fifty one, and you'll go, Jesus Christ! A bloke said to me the other day he was sixty seven, and his face didn't move when he was saying, "What? Like, are you that old?" So, so you're avoiding the answer here, unless you're googling the answer. The Rock is how old today? I reckon the Rock's fifty. All right, Cameron. Oh yeah, I reckon it's close. Oh, I'm going to say forty-eight. Forty-eight, Maddie. Oh, Mr. Say, Botox, uh, the Rock. I'll say yeah, fifty, fifty-two, boys. <laughs> Brandy's right. Fifty. <laughs> right on fifty. <laughs> oh, now, finally. Now, finally. David Beckham. There's two more to go. David oh. Beckham. Now, I'm not sure he gets any work. How old's David Beckham today? For, Forty-two. I'll say. 42. 42. <laughs> 42. Oh, Cameron. $400 for the mattress. Unders. Do you think he's older or younger, Cam? I've, I've got no so, idea. I think he's older. I'm, I'm, I'm 39 this year. He's older than 42, surely. Uh, 47. Oh, 46. Okay. 47. Cameron's there. Oh, yes. We've got a tie here. But, Maddie, I'm giving you a chance, okay? I'm giving you a chance. Yep. This is for Do double it, money. So you can still win okay. if you can tell us right now, Maddie. How old is Ankelbert Humperdinck? Oh, yes. Well, 
<laughs> I interviewed Engelbert Humperdinck's son yes. Yes. Uh, about six months ago. He lives up in yep. the Tweed. Engelbert yep. Humperdinck, in my opinion, would be 84. Yeah, one of the greatest crooners. I'm going to go, uh, do we get a chance? Or Matty's yeah, just yeah, one off? Crack. Yeah, he'll have a crack. Yeah, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he's old. Engelbert I'm going to go 82. 82. And Cameron Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, well, MBE, yeah. by the way, Engelbert. Yeah. Oh, his real name's Arnold George Dorsey, but he went yes. with Eng- Engelbert Humperdinck, as you would. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> 85. He's 86. You're all wrong. So there you go. I don't know. We've got no playoff. We've got no playoff. Cameron. Uh, Cameron and Brandy, joint champions. Um, wow. Referee of the round, Cameron. Have you got something? You're the I'll put the referees and our listeners out of their misery by um, naming the referee of the round. It's Ashley Klein this week. Who did yeah, he handle? He, he, he opened the, uh, the weekend with the Broncos match, actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I so can't that's remember fine. that. Yeah, he was fantastic. Well, that, that was very good. Yeah. Brandy, that's that's why, because you, you, if you I, don't notice the referees, they've had a good game. Exactly, Kim. Yeah, well, so, well done. They, 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 all the referees can know. Get, they what can does he get? And start what's Ashley get? Monday. What's Ashley Klein uh, get for being referee? The, or does a, it add it up a, and then He gets a 7 by 10 trailer to be used in Queensland only. Pick up in trailer seven in Queensland, 7 by 10 trailer. Cam, you couldn't just buy one off the shelf. Did you have to get one made? I... Yeah, well, I've got a few little things because I, I take my little, I, uh, the kids and my dirt bikes. I've, I've got ramps installed in it and uh, all these different things. You take things. your kids in the trailer? What? Yeah, no, no, trail bikes. We put the, Oh, we put they're, they're trail bikes. Trail right, bikes, okay. Fossey. Oh, you, you can strap the kids in. Yeah, you can it's tie them up. The it's, a, it's a custom trailer, fellas. <laughs> and other bodies. <laughs> you can do that in Queensland. You can do that in Queensland. You can strap the kids on the trailer. They cost a bit, wouldn't they? Eighteen and a half grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair price. You can sleep Not in quite. it. At eight and a half, you can sleep in the trailer. <laughs> Give you a good night's sleep. Um, all day socks by Underworks pass every comfort test. We're running out of time, but boys, you want to just shout out a pull up your socks yeah. nomination? Oh, I, yeah. Someone for the week? Yeah, go, man. Someone? Yeah, look, I, I, the unbearable weight of massive talent, the new movie by Nick. Nicholas Cage. I read the reviews, and I'm a Nicholas Cage fan. I mean, that you know, they you know they they got into Lord of War and Face Off. So I'm reading that, and they're saying this could be the movie of his life. It's fan. I went and saw it the other day, and mate, seriously, I, I was just looking at the watch, just going, how much longer can this dribble go on for? No, oh, right, an so, Amber Heard. Yeah. It's an Amber Heard. So, so, yeah, an Amber Heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, an Amber Heard. That's our uh, Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge Matt gets Lodge, my pull up your Lodge, socks. Cameron, yeah. any nomination for you, mate, for Underworks? Has oh, to be quick. Yeah, just I've just got all the out. teams out in the, in the competition that, that are just playing 40 minutes of a match. Come on, boys. Yeah, Play at cool. the 80, please. That's been a quality hour. I said it would win an award. Probably will. Possibly not. Maddie, yeah. Cameron, have a great week. Look <laughs> Thanks, forward boys. to the captain's run on Thursday. Cameron, Morning Glory okay. on Friday. Maddie, and all your work on Fox yeah. League and Channel 9. Release me. Uncle Bird Humperdy. Let me go. Uh, the 86-year-old crooning legend. That's it. It is six minutes to nine. Uh, and, and really, uh, on the birthday front too, uh, it is a sincere happy birthday to Roycey Simmons. Brandy, yes. One of the great men of rugby league. So 62 today and mm-hmm. forever. You know, in the history of Penrith, will be a much loved figure. In fact, I think we should dedicate some Engelbert Humperdinck yes. to Royce. Who's celebrating a, a birthday, <laughs> birthday as well. <laughs> to finish the program. They, they celebrate a birthday on the same. Mm. Engelbert and Royce. Yeah. Interesting show it's been, Brandy. Been an back enjoyable show. We'll be back tomorrow, Vossie.
You can leave the poll. We'll put the poll away for a week. Have a great day, everyone. Release me and let me love again. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.